Dawn. Mary Lee. <laughs> oh, it's so serious today. <laughs> uh, My goodness, you must be in a mood or something. <laughs> I've been on the phone all morning. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Well, and here you are with me now. That's perfect. All right. Nice way to get out of the funk. Yeah. Let's get on the side, the sunny side, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to I sound like a business person, but sometimes I have to be. I know. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> I just want to have the cloud option. God. <sighs> the cloud option? What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, that's you. That's you. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> that's me? Yeah. Yeah. Flying in the clouds. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> I Having thought you meant like a, a dark cloud. I'm like, wait a minute. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. Okay. Gotcha. Not at all. So how are you? Come on. Bring it up. Put it. Come on. Come on. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Slow it down, John. This is love we're talking about. <laughs> oh, Mama, don't do business. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I'm still coming down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, that's the funny thing about that, too, because I don't, I really don't have business speak, you know, I'm firm, you know, clear. <laughs> yeah, I know you're firm and clear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Impatient. Patient. You're, yeah, I know, yeah, you are. Wow. I know, I know, I know. I, yeah, it's, um. you kind of, it's like, it seems like everything I do outside of you is frustrating. <laughs> you know? Okay. But, but wait a minute. And, okay. Why? <laughs> well, I don't just is. I mean, you know, I, I, I live in this, I live in this, this other life. Right. Of what about this and what about that? Yeah. Um, you know, what did you mean here? What does this mean? Mm-hmm. Um, how big is this? How long is that? Uh, why isn't this doing this? How come that was supposed to do that day before yesterday? You know? Yep. And I'm going, yeah, you're right. All that stuff. Yep, yep. Where's Mary Lee? <laughs> <laughs> because people put process before people. They do. That's, but they're living that way. I mean, it's, it's, see, that's the, that's the whole, uh, you know, transaction life that, we, that I, I just, I don't like. I know. Um, Nobody does, just, but they don't realize it. Yeah, well, I mean, if they just pay attention to their phone, they'd realize it. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, mean, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a, it just goes with the territory. It's just business. Like, no, it isn't. You can control it. You don't have to just have the perspective of it's just business. You know, it's relationships first. And when we can't stand the people that we work with or around us, I mean, that's really difficult. It's hard to do business. Well, I think. What I, to be fair to the people that are jamming on me for whatever reason, or me on them, you know, everybody's got something going on in their life that causes, that moves them to do whatever they're doing. And um, sometimes if you're down line from the problem, then you get a lot of their flack. And I suppose learning how to deal with that one move at a time and not, you know, Mm -hmm. Lose your so. Well, if you look, if you look at it, um, you know, like visually speaking, that player, we'll say one, is coming at you, right? 
why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? He's attacking you about a process. And the way to deflect that is to identify that they're attacking you personally. And instead, redirect the conversation to the problem, which is the process. You know, they want to hold you. Somebody is to blame. You know, and if you're in front of them, then it's you. You Well, Mm. but it'd be a lot more fun to take a page out of your book and Mm. just hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See page 235. The end. Right. (laughs) But, you know, that's a really good point because your player, whoever is reading the game and playing the game and understanding, wow, this is what we're doing wrong. And now you're identifying it everywhere and it gets really um, like it's on top of you. You know, it, yeah, it's just, yeah. you can't breathe. It's right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, until you, you know, you start to navigate your way and understand how to get out of there. But your player is not going to learn how to, they're not going to know what you're doing. They don't know how to, so that, that control factor you know, it's like I can't make them be more loving. Oh, you got that right. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it's a great yeah. lesson because it teaches me that I have to be more loving. They can't. They're failing to be. So this is my opportunity to go higher. Yeah. You know? Great. Yeah, good on you. Mm-hmm. oh gosh i had a message today they were telling me barely i was looking through all those virtues he goes i couldn't find anything that applied you know to his frustration or whatever he was looking for and (laughs) he realizes he didn't have any of those pieces on the board (laughs) (laughs) you know and and uh it's really frustrating when you realize oh my god i don't know how to handle myself at all yeah right yeah right and then you you get this you know the only thing i can do is accuse you back you know defend myself and make allowances for your behavior you know feel stuck angry no you don't know what to do and that's why it's so important to learn yeah hmm so anyway, he hasn't shared with me yet what the problem was. So when I do hear about it, though, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it's so great because in that moment, he's thinking, you know, I'm looking through these pages and I don't find the answer. And then when I point it out to him, he's going to be like, oh, my God, that was so simple. Because I think every, well, well, yeah, I mean, you're, you should be a... <clears throat> You know, as I experience life, you know, under your, you know, mm-hmm. walking in your shadow, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm reminded of, of Floyd Abrams' uh, book he wrote called Friend of the Court. Um, you'd be an, you could be, I mean, I know you don't have time and you've got a bigger, you mm-hmm. have bigger fish to fry, but you'd be an amazing attorney. Be an you. amazing attorney. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, it'd be like, by the way, if you haven't seen, um, the burial. No. The movie The Burial. Yeah. Um it's it's a great lawyer movie. Okay. It I'll really is it. good. Well it's yeah. really terrific. Really terrific. And it's really high. I think it's number two on Amazon right now, but but um it's great. I just loved it. 
I saw a lot of me in that movie. I really did. Mm. <clears throat> Off a lot of me. Yeah. Was it good? Uh, just me. Wasn't good necessarily, one or the other. I mean, mm-hmm. it's um, it, it's the movie is a great triumph for the small little guy, but um, it's great. But isn't that what we're always doing? Like, you know, when we watch things, we're trying to relate, trying to relate our own life, our own experience. You know, we're laughing at it because we've experienced it before. And it's like, we know what it's like. Well, you know, they're, they're pushing all of our emotional buttons to say this yes, they is should. I mean, it's, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just marketing, isn't it? Well, but it's psychological. Aside from marketing, it's psychological. This, we are literally looking for that. So instead of looking in the mirror, right because we don't know what we see when we look in the mirror we're going to look at the tv and we are going to compare ourselves to the nut jobs on jerry springer and go well that's not me you know uh, I mean? well <laughs> yeah no use another example <laughs> well i'm just saying you know what i mean it, it's it varies it, it just varies you know you're you, then as you go higher and you want to be you know whatever character that you are admiring you know, it's like, okay, so I got to emulate that. That's that's how I see myself. We're always in search of self. All right. You know, we're looking for it in a book. We're we're trying to hit on those emotions. You know, I want to feel something. Well, can't we just call it just plain entertainment? Well, it is entertainment, but it's, you can't get away from the psychological factor. That's where marketing comes in. That's why they do what they do. That's why they write what they write. Yeah. But it's not bad. He's not, he's not calling it bad. It's just fun. Yeah, I'm not calling it bad. I'm saying I'm just I'm just identifying the process. Okay. You know, like um, like something's got to give. You know, I love that movie, and it why? Because I identify with it. Okay. Everything about that movie I identify with. Well, see, that's how I felt about the burial. Yeah. Um. Um. Mm-hmm. what <laughs> never mind it's all right you'll, you'll see it um all right mm-hmm. i'll watch it and then we'll talk um, about it okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i do like intelligent movies well it's, it's a fun intelligent it's a true story which makes it nice it's, mm-hmm. it's actually happened and <clears throat> that always makes it nice you know it's like it's like it's nonfiction, which is good, a nonfiction movie with some really nice stars. Mm. Um, Why is it titled The Burial? It revolves around the, the uh, burial industry, mm. funeral homes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not wow. in that business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> <It's pretty good. laughs> it's, it's, I mean, everything's there graph, corruption, right. you know, it's all there. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But with a lot of um, upscale smiles on my put on, on my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to watch it. You know, to your to your comment about being a lawyer. You know, if I reflect on that for a minute, it's like, yeah, I am definitely a mediator. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you you could be in court, I mean, you could be judging the press. You know, you could be talking about confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shields, federal law. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everything, you know, theft online, you'd be good at theft online in court, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. been there, done that, you know, you know what that's like, mm-hmm. uh, copyright woes, you could be done, you know, liability and liberty. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I just picked up a copy of, uh, Abram's book. 
And I'm just going to go through this table of contents to figure out how good a lawyer you are. You seem to be a pretty good lawyer, actually. Me? Free trade idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're a good lawyer. Why don't you just take the bar and get, go for it? <laughs> yeah, you got more important things to do, I know, but... Um, that's not exactly high in the canopy, John. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Putting your toe in the swamp. I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, I, I, I was, I came so close to being a lawyer. It's crazy. I, mean, I actually, I, I, did, I got a lot of green. I was, and then I, I went off to sell yachts instead of pass the bar, take the bar. Right. I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working in a law office actually with a guy that became uh, the longest sitting senator in the history of the state of uh, Montana. Oh. Max Bacchus and I were officing mm-hmm. together along with uh, Alex Jones. I mean, uh, Alex, uh, um, not Jones, Alex, anyway, Alex. I was One of them? Alex. Yeah. One of them. And um, he's dead now, unfortunately, but, but um, gosh. Yeah. Well, anyway, <sighs> good for well, you guys. I would, I would like to be, you know, just the wise counsel at the table. That's what lawyers. That's how lawyers see themselves, right? But <laughs> you can put that to rest in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what you'd be spit at is that you have these guys that are wives counsel at the table, and then you could just smile at them. And just I can just see you just smiling at them, and having them, you know, adjust their collar as they slide <laughs> forward on the table, you know. You know, and they'll, then they'll lean into one another and say, who is that woman? Who is that woman? What, you know, what is she? That's opposing counsel? Yes. Well, what, where did she come from? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think she came from heaven. Really? <laughs> <laughs> she did. Yeah, yeah. I don't, she came in here. It was just a, all of a sudden there was a puff of smoke and there she was. No oh, shit. my gosh. Right. <laughs> and the fangs start coming out and their ears start perking up. No. I could, I mean, it would just be so much fun. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Who's up council? Hmm. Uh, yeah. What? Princess, Mar- Princess Mary Lee. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Princess yeah. Mary Lee. Really? Yeah. yeah. Where is she I from? Mean, <laughs> I'm walking in all proud of my stilettos. <laughs> Wings tucked into my, my jacket. <laughs> Oh God, it'd be a great it'd be a great series. We should just tell somebody <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's fun. Life is so fun. <laughs> Life is so fun. Oh gosh. I don't want to give away the farm here because I've not I don't want to do it, but I mean I, what you what you produced yesterday <clears throat> in the in the great scheme of, of of communication was as good a thing as I've ever seen in my entire life. Thank you. Thank you. I've never, I've never seen anything more effectively done than what you did yesterday. Wow, well, that's Absolutely. a lot, John. <laughs> this is a lot <laughs> in the scope of your experience. You know, as a professor, as a professional, as a wheeler dealer. <laughs> right. I covered. I mean, I, I could bring all those things in play, and you still win. Wow. You still went. You were just, it was just magnificent. Right. And I wish I could say more about it, but I can't. But it, but it was just, I just want the whole world to know <laughs> that that you seem to accelerate yourself into the best of whatever you touch. Thank you. It's amazing. Just amazing. Well, hmm. and you know, it's, I mean, it's just so simple for me. It's just the power of love. And 
I don't know. Sometimes, you know, it's like my world. That It's my world. It's everywhere. So it's all I see. You know, of course, until somebody snarky comes along. Well, yeah. yeah. That test puts you to the test, of course. But, but um... Yeah, but it's so easy for me to turn around. Oh, yeah. But see, I mean, your, your situation is like, if it, something's coming at you, um, uh, some other person would 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 like div- like break it as opposed to fix it, right? You know, you're on the fix it side as opposed to the break it side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, most people want less crime and more punishment. You just want fix it, right? You know, less crime, more love. More love mm-hmm. equals less crime, right? We don't need more prisons. We need people who understand how to think and deal with one another, right? You know. All of our problems would be sold. I mean, solved, rather. Sorry. Right. Right. No, I'll sell them. I'll sell them. You sell them. But the hardest hardest barrier to get through is to convince anyone that what's on the other side of what I'm selling is really them. Yeah. Of course. How could, how could, they've never seen such a thing before. It can't be real. It's a unicorn. No, I, I, yep, yep. All yeah. I can do is agree, you know. Yeah. I mean, you are, you would represent the superhuman condition that you summon to an ordinary person. And that puts you out of reach mm. um, uh, by being a superhuman condition. Your conditions are superhuman. Your conditions go beyond the scope and capability of the, of the average person. But they don't. They're not, I mean, it's, it's so simple, it's stupid. And... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's it, it's like sometimes it's unbelievable. Like it can't be this easy. This right. must be wrong, but mm. it is. But it is. Mm-hmm. Right, and and the fear is real. You know, the fear to let go of the control of no, no, no. All these things have to happen. You don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. And you know, wanting to implement that one little change, and it's, they, no, because you still don't get it. You, it's like okay, okay. You know, and you got to wait it out for people to simmer down, and then carry it out. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, you know, I take a beating. Because people are emotional. You know, they, for some reason, they have this, you know, I mean, if they don't know who I am or my capabilities, it's, a, you know, open range to beat up on Mary Lee. Yeah. But you kind of set yourself up for that. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 it's not, maybe it's not fair, but... Um... It's, it's not really that. It's just people can't help but be who they are. It's not that I'm a victim by any means. It's just, you know, they're a big barking dog. And, that, and they don't see themselves that way because they're used to coming out, being a barking dog, and expect the person in front of them to bark louder and be more vicious. Well, I think it, it you know, like 2,000 years ago, it was Pythagoras, I think, who who coined the phrase, eat your heart out. Yeah. Uh, and that he was, what he was referencing to then is that, is that if you worry about something too much, instead of trying to fix it, you eat your heart out literally. And you, you just become nothing. You die. Um, 
I, I think that it's all wow. figurative, but but um, you are the cure for eat your heart out. Mm. Um, you are like the you are like the student or teacher of Pythagoras himself, who was the world's first philosopher. Um, you're the fix for that. That's why I find you so fascinating, is because you go back to to I can I can quickly pin you back to areas where I've studied like Pythagoras and philosophy and things like that and Chinese philosophy. And, and um, you're speaking with them as opposed to about them. You're speaking with them all the time. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is, is I don't think you know it. Um, <laughs> don't. You know, which, which makes you real. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm like the, like I've said before, I feel like, I feel like a monk in the, in the monastery, you know, uh, writing down stuff that I see as these these angels drift by, mm. um, and um, that's how I feel about you. Mm. That you you are um, you are the common man's introduction to quantum mechanics uh, mm. because you're an enigma in so many yeah. ways. Mm. And um, I'm tired of saying all these good things about you. I mean, it's. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? In all fairness, I mean, I have been described as an enigma, you know, a few times over. I'll People bet. Yeah. I'll bet. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not alone then. No, not at all. Yeah. When, you know, when they study me, watch how I work and, you know, trying to figure out if I'm going to go left or right. It's like they just can't figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, if you get sideways with somebody, you know, you can be the iron right of all time, you know. You get somebody coming after you, and you know you turn into sheer hammered steel. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. They don't I mean, see that. Yeah. they don't. But I mean, they don't see. I mean, it's like I mean, I, it's like I can almost watch it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you you sort of change color. You know, and then you you know, and somebody there's this you hear this pinging noise. You know, ping, ping, ping. I think, oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. There, you know, and there's so much to that. There really is. It's, it's, it's just a formula. You know, it's, it's really just that it's a formula. I wrote it down. Anybody can follow it, you know, put your mind to it, commit, love yourself first. It's not that Marilyn is that great. You know, it's just, you can do it too. Well, I think, I think some of these guys, like you're talking about, you can do it too. I mean, some people want you to fail so much that they, they act like an Irish bull, you know? Yeah. You know, they, um, they just will give their last piece of energy to somehow see you failing. Right. When they're not paying any attention to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Um, so true. Well, that's. Um, and they spin out really fast. Yeah. I mean, someone will give their last. That, that's, the, that's the origin of, of Irish bull is the man who gives his last dollar to, uh, to be a millionaire. Uh, you know, when he realizes that he could have been working all along and probably been a, a millionaire, but instead mm-hmm. he takes one shortcut after another, after another, after another, to jump the shark, to get away from the process, to get there quickly, and he ends up broke and nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you encounter, I think, both men and women in that context a lot. Oh, a lot. People trying to beat you at your own game. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just foolhardy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Foolhardy. And I, and I watch it and I think to myself, 
just sit down and listen. Just, you know, I'm not your enemy. I'm not your enemy. Just, you know, but they don't want to give it to me. They don't want to, you know, some, not all, not all, but some people just would rather go toe to toe to try to, you know, you're not that great. You're not that great. No. <laughs> I mean, if you were sailing upon the ocean, you'd be known as true colors. Um, because when you sail in a, in a ship, a sailing ship, and I put a scope on you, if I, if I put a glass on you, you'd be true colors. And I would, I would want to emulate who you are as true colors. You know, you wouldn't be the enemy. You'd be someone that I would look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you're not a pirate at all. You're not a bit of a pirate, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and, you know, the, the idea of me being some sort of competition for other women. It's like, I'm not competition for you. I'm not taking your men. I'm not what, what are you talking about <laughs> you know just by being me no yeah i, I know i know you know I, mean, I, I i know i i think but i think you've got a well obviously you have a disadvantage because of who you are because of how you look but <clears throat> i suppose that people lead if they lead with that then if they lead with that conception of who you are then you're then you're too good you know you're too too good. Yeah, but you know, know. it would seem to me that I don't, I don't know. I mean, people would would want to find some light somewhere to just be able to show them the way, instead of wanting to destroy the light. Which well, just seems to me pretty basic. You know, why not be your friend as opposed to be your enemy? Um. Because you know, if others love you and they see that and they're missing that love, jealousy comes up. It's automatic, it seems to be. Yeah. Right. So there's an automatic hate factor. And it's like, well, if we're going <laughs> to think about this, you know, with critically, I, I don't have anything to do with anybody that loves you at this current moment. Or doesn't love you. Or I'm not responsible for the people that don't love you or the people that you're having problems with. As a matter of fact, I'm the antidote. I can help you, so stop hating on me. Mm. So, you're the reference book for jealous wives, jealous women? What are you? Well, I mean, I'm just... The game is just the reference for self-love. You know? I mean, I just, I just follow my own recipe, that's all. You know, and I mean, somebody could spend their whole life trying to see if I really do follow my own recipe and waste all their time on this earth trying to, you know, see if I'm a fraud. Or they could try to put it into practice and watch how their life blooms. (laughs) It's like a no brainer to me. Well, they're going to spend the rest of their lives being grasshopper pies, I think. Yeah, um, I just call them minions because that's not true. People, I think that God's people, and inherently, you, your heart is good, and you want to go higher. You want to be the best person that you can be. You know, you don't have any ill intention toward anybody. You just want to be a better person and find your happiness. That's you know, those are real people. Those aren't non-player characters. All right. 
Gah. You know what it reminds me of? I don't know why, but did you see that post about the singer? I think I met, I brought that up last time we talked. The um the three women with the microphones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that you brought it up. I haven't I haven't been back to that area of the world for a while. Well, okay, yeah, okay. Well, anyway, the reason why I bring it up is because it it's just another example of somebody posting all of this spiritual stuff as if they're enlightened. And then they go and pull that on the back channel. It's like you're not enlightened. You have no idea what it is. You're a fraud. Total loss of respect immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And so, that's if you're the, so if you're the courtier of God and they are the heretic because of how they operate, is it is your job then to just ignore them? Or do you, or do you meet them head on, or what do you do? What do you oh, do just, with something like that? I just blocked them. It's game over immediately. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but the, I did the put merrily, it. The merrily switch, it's called. <laughs> and then I, yeah, and then I showed the world. <laughs> and now some people be like, "Well, I don't understand why you're posting this. You know, like, why are you posting these things? All the ugly things that people say to me on the back channel. You know, and it's like, why do, you, why are you sharing with us?" And it's like, because it's a lesson in love. That's why I'm sharing it with you. Everything I share is a lesson in love. It's got to learn to see it. Wait a minute. If I write, if I write something nasty to you on the back channel. Yeah. Okay, so it's written. So, so I've got the exposure because I wrote it down. Yeah. All right. So, and it's public knowledge. The minute uh, it hits the internet, the internet owns it, right? And you, it's free. Right. It's free game. Yeah, that correct. So there's no there's no violation here. Mm-mm. They were the ones at risk to start with. That's right. And now you're capitalizing on their problem. And their behavior, yeah. Mm-hmm. On their behavior, which is yep. their problem. Yeah. So why are you sh- so the purple the person says why are you sharing this with us? Doesn't understand the the um, ins and outs of the internet itself. Right. First of all, nothing is private. So you better watch what you put on the back channel. <laughs> you know, don't act differently on the back channel that you would on the front channel. You'll be found out. I don't keep those secrets. However, I am respectful enough to, you know, black out their name. Yeah. All right. So. And why? Why do I protect them like that? At this point, I owe them nothing. Yeah, if they're coming after you, if they're if coming after you, you don't owe them a thing. Right. And the most cowardly thing I've seen is to apologize to me um, on the back channel and not after raking me over the coals in the, you know, in the public. Really? You know? <laughs> that's, that's called Hallmark Coward. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, no, humble yourself and get yourself on there and then apologize and be the example for everyone here. That's how you become a leader. So so the question is, then why are you there in the first place? Um, on social media? Yeah. Because everybody is, you know. So, I mean, I, so, it's just, so it's just utility then. I mean, it really is. You know, I... I think about it like I'm going to shut down my castle community 
the the platform itself is not serving my need and um you know it's kind of like whatever so i keep gravitating back to facebook is awful but that's where people are and i have to get them where they are you know i mean i could go about my day and just you know live in love and do what i have to do with the people that i do it with and not worry about anybody else but that's really not my mission Hmm. yeah yeah and people you know i mean really they've said the most kindest things to me well i'm I'm aware of that you certainly it's in your case it's leverage toward kindness and not toward the brick bat but but um i'm i'm questioning the worth of social media altogether oh it's a cesspool yeah. It really is. And you know what's interesting? I you know, I, I made a post um practicing gratitude isn't the same as being grateful. You know, and right away, man, people gotta find the the lie in it, you know, the untruth and come back. It's like people learn how to find the truth, learn to to change your perspective, to find what the person is saying instead of automatically coming out, you know, kicking them. So anyway, what I found interesting is that I, I put it on my page and then I shared it over to three other groups and those groups, I mean, I guess by sheer numbers, they have, you know, a lot more people, but I mean, oh my God, I had so many shares, so many comments, hundreds, and I'd go in there and I would, you know, respond to everybody and, and give them clarity and what did you mean and all this. So the whole party is going on over there. Meanwhile, on my page, you know, I get a like or two and it's crickets. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I don't understand. Well, is there, do these things, on, do they cross-pollinate like a group? Does a group become, if you send out something in public, does it, if you, if you, if you I, post something to group, it goes to groups, of course, because you're talking about that. But it doesn't necessarily squawk them back into you necessarily. Because they're working inside the group. Right. So what happens is my post gets cross-posted into that group with the thousands of people. And then depending on the answers, et cetera, et cetera, they're saying, well, who's talking like this? They'll go back over to my profile and see who I am and then follow me. And is that going on? You see yeah. that happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, which is great. I mean, that's great. I'm, unfortunately, I'm still, I, I feel like I've really narrowed my scope on what I post. You know, I want it to be thought provoking, but it's not the, the loving story that I enjoy so much. You know, I think about it. I'm like, oh, I could write that story. And then I think of Facebook, the platform itself. And I'm like, nope, all the wind goes out of my sails. So are you so are you killing yourself slowly? Why would I be or how? What do you mean? By being there in the first place. I mean are you are you are you losing who you are because you're on this this crazy platform? I mean you're such a pure soul, such a pure spirit. Um well, what's the movie? There was a movie in the sixties about killing me softly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think what's gonna happen unfortunately that you know people won't realize is that i won't be available to do it you know what i mean i i just 
it'll be like, whatever happened to Merrill Lee? And I'm sure a lot of people are saying that now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's quite literally because I'm needed, you know, in the back channel somewhere, somewhere else. I can't be on social media. And that's when, you know, people manage your page. Jeremy. I don't want people managing my page. They can't be authentic. What are they going to do? Well, no, I can't trust that. Well, okay, I guess, yes. I guess if you overlay where you're going right now that we're not discussing, but I know it's there, I suppose who cares? I mean, all this stuff right. is going to be nothing. Right, exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm sorry I even brought this up, Ellie. <laughs> it pooped away 10 minutes on nothing. Sorry. <laughs> right. I can't give myself an enema here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, social media can seem like, oh, my God, it's the big world. It's, you know, everywhere. It's the wide, wide world. No, no, there's there's like real people out there, too, <laughs> you know, that you sit across the table from and you talk on the phone and, you know, you make things happen. Yeah, yeah. God, that could be the greatest uh, learning of everyone is how nothing social media is compared to the real world. Right. You know, and when I talk to people on social media and they come over to private messenger, I tell you, I I mean, obviously I can hear what they're asking me, you know, that's fine, but their delivery is so bad. And, Mm -hmm. and I just go, can you please read my book? The, it's just insulting. It's offensive. It is entitled. You know, there's no respect. It's because there's no self awareness. It's like just... well, social media is given is given entitlement to a whole bunch of people that probably never knew what it was, and they still don't. Right. But they act entitled just because of social media. Right. Fair um, game. And that's the way it is. And I, here we are. You know, I mean, I don't have social media, so I got to be careful what I say because what you know. But I'm I'm quickly getting tired of it. Um, mm-hmm. And. Um, uh, but, you know, well, I guess this podcast is, podcast is sort of different, I guess. Not exactly. But podcasting, social media? It's, it's, what is um, no, wait, it's social audio, right? That's where we started on Wisdom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know about that, but eh, whatever. I mean, I'm tired of it, too. I think we're all tired of it. What... I think what happens is the accessibility to who we are is demeaning. It it levels the playing field and takes away like really who you are. You're just a name and a face on social media. You could be lying. I don't know who you are. You know, they can, they can treat you like however they want. So that, so that diminishes the, the worth of the process. Totally. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, you're out there, um, you know, Facebook ads, you want to pay to put your ad out there. You want more people to see it, feed the beast, feed the beast. And, you know, and, and just, it's really not a good indication as to what is happening in that person's life in the background on any front, you know, like look at this guy, you know, being all spiritual and putting out all these things. And then he's nowhere near that. You know, same thing, the Christian, the Christian woman who keeps posting and posting and posting and then, nope, the truth comes out. 
So in the phrase, that thing, that thing, in the context of concentration in the internet, it's not necessary to know what that thing is if you want to address it. You don't need to know what you are, who you are on media because you just get to go for it. There's no, well, the concentration and context is that you don't need background information on a subject before you go into it and you're not and you're I, not missing the point because there's no point to start with. You're well, just flailing. Yeah. It's a playground. That's all it is. It's a playground, so, that you, you know, that has taken over and everybody's glued to the phone and, you know, you're not reading or, or you know, <laughs> trying to make your life better. Well, does that make us elitist then? Does that make you an elitist by speaking well, this way? Well, no, I think it's a, a, a realist. You know, it's like, well, why am I scrolling? I could be practicing piano. Why am I scrolling when I have a book next to me that I absolutely love? Why am I scrolling when I haven't talked to my daughter? You know, why am I scrolling when the dishes need to be done? It's, it's just, it's taken over. And it, it gives nothing back. Nothing back. If you don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you got to just go in, do your thing and get the hell out. I think we should remind people that they owe a lot to silence. Mm. Uh, it is silence that ripens your mind. Mm -hmm. It's not talk. Yeah, I love it. It's thinking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on social media, ask questions. You'll learn a lot more. You know, instead of always come out of, out of the gate trying to prove somebody wrong and having, you know, the ability to be a cyber bully, it's like, just pull back for a minute and ask a question. Try to gain understanding. I'm trying to think whether Socrates was a handsome man or not. <clears throat> they could put, a, could put a bust of Socrates on your body because you're becoming... <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're becoming awful Socratic, I'll tell you that. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, if we really focus on the definition of what love is and how contrary we are to it, you know, to think mm, objectively about this world that we're living, it's all a playground all of it and so this you know social media is a playground if you want to go to the library it's a playground right where do you play i go dirt biking every weekend that's your playground what do you do what what are you not doing because you know at the end you're gonna be like oh, i did a lot of scrolling because Apple lets you know you've been on for 11 hours. Somebody um, I don't know I think it was Rosky. Somebody said of a woman I think she was going deaf 
or blind or both. But she made a statement. She said, I can no longer hear the silence of the lamppost. Now think about that for a minute. To, to, be, to have that level of concentration where you, are, where you can listen to the silence of the lamppost, that's like meditation. Do you agree with that? I'm trying to put myself there. If I can no longer listen to the silence of the lamppost. So, the, obviously, if you sit and look at the light in the lamppost, it's not making any noise, okay? So, All it's right. a beautiful thing that it's silent. And you're listening to that silence in your mind. You're listening to how wonderful and wonderfully quiet the lamppost is throwing its light. If you if you if you become cluttered with Facebook, then you can no longer listen to the silence of the lamppost. Mm-hmm. True. That's true. I think we need to be able to listen to the silence of name it the stars, the sun, the moon. Yeah, normalize you know. silence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't we try and do that? Normalize silence uh-huh. a little bit more. Than we, than we are right now. Well, I don't know who we is, but I love it. I love it. I'm so comfortable in silence. It's not even funny. Yeah, but that makes you an introspective, you know, antisocial person. Uh, which, which, I, which I am known to be by, in many quarters, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a what about John. Well, he's not going. Let's go. I, no, 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 John won't go there. You know, let's no, no, no. John will be at the park. Well, <laughs> well you know what happens is um, there's levels of interest. You know, like I have zero interest in being social at a dance club. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, I've never been to a dance club, so I don't know. I mean, I've been to some really nasty bars in Puerto Rico, but I don't really have a dance club necessarily. But, you know, even uh, whatever it is, there's social, you know, gatherings. Like, I'm not interested in that. And, you know, I don't know if it's antisocial. It's just, I don't need that. I'm, I really prefer a nice dinner party. A really nice dinner party. But the problem with that is that when... You know, you don't, if you don't surround yourself with people who have intelligence, experience, um, you know, virtues, then the conversation gets real stale and it becomes drama real fast. You know, she's talking about this person and that person and oh my gosh, da, da, da. and it's like, oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can see that. I don't know that I. Um, I don't sense that among the crowd I run in <clears throat> necessarily. Well, that's it's a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. the point. You know, it's the crowd you run with. Oh, God, we played oh, the crowd. We played a nasty <laughs> trick on a guy one time in Puerto Rico, of all places. We were down there. Um, in old San Juan before the hurricane blew it away yeah. and um, went into a great big casino. And, we went, and then we, then we decided that was too boring. So we went into a, we went to look for an off, off street, off, you know, off, off club. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so this cab driver took us to this place. And uh, I was with two captains. And one of them was kind of a stiff guy, you know? Yeah. And um, so we walk in. And I've never seen so many naked women in my life in one place. And um, I said to whoever was watching the door, I said, and I looked, I give a side eye to the guy I'm with. It's a little bit stiff. I said, this guy, this is this guy's bachelor party tonight. Okay. So I want to have fun. And then I just left him go. Well, I was, I couldn't have done anything more cruel in a way to this guy, but it was fun to watch. Wow. How, how this guy, how this guy, well, it was like in the old days, you know, when, when you're, you're trying to figure out what you want to do. I don't know what it is. It's like, you just, uh, you see an opportunity and you seize upon it, even though it's bad, even though it's bad. Okay. Um, So what did you set him up for? Well, I set him up for, um, uh, I, I think what finally happened was he didn't know how to defend. I mean, he's trying to defend himself all the time. Because everybody's going after him because he thinks this is going to, they believe, they've been told this is going to be the night of his life, right? Okay. By someone who apparently knows. Okay. And it's not. And he doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. Uh-huh. And so we're just having fun with him. We're just having boy fun. This is boy fun. Um, and I thought about that afterwards. While, but who's you know? going after him? The women? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah that's, what, that's what the place is all about. Mm. Um, and he wasn't ready for that, of course. Right. And um, I'm thinking, um, <laughs> why are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> I just had a memory come up and it's like, oh my God, that was so long ago when, when Doug and I were getting married and he had a stripper come to my office at um, Center 21 and do his dance and strip in front of everybody, you know, and shake his booty in my face and all this stuff. And, and just that flashed back in my mind. I'm thinking to myself, why the hell do we do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I just, I, mean, I think we, that's why we said it was fun. I mean, we're in this, we're down here with nothing to do. So we think this is fun. Right. I remember one time I was sitting at a, at a, at a restaurant on, on Lake Union and it was, and my staff, all my guys, decided to do a trick on me. We're at the lunch, and they hire a, a stripper, but she, it's a, a woman, and she dresses as a police officer. Mm-hmm. And she comes down in a fake-ass squad car and tries to arrest me mm-hmm. for something that she was you know, up on a ticket or whatever it was. And I'm flummoxed. I know what's going on. And I, it's so out of context. I really don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon she starts to undress. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's just like what happened to you. You know, why? Right. What? You know, wait a what? what? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it about taking your clothes off then uh, that is the is the hallmark of all these events? Like yeah. we walk into the bar in Puerto Rico, nobody has their clothes on, and we chase us, and this guy gets chased around like a like you know a mouse, and uh, and then we do all this stripping business and whatever. Um, what else? What else is available to us? <laughs> right. What else is in the on the card? You know that we can order up for the same kind of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. What else is there? I mean, it it just goes right down to the fact that you know once you guys have sex, well, you did it. Now what? Now what are you gonna do? 
<laughs> so is that so is that so is so is that the apex of our of our experience? Yeah, of our distance? pretty much. Is that know, as good as like, it gets? Oh my yeah. god! So, <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, you don't even want to find out first, like what's on the other side. <laughs> Hell, um, that remind me of your of your um, Paris Hilton story. Yeah, on the boat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who was her buddy? She had a walk around buddy. Brittany. Who was her friend. Brittany, Brittany Spears, Spears, yeah. 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 Yeah, Spears, yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah, so I'm on a hundred and eighty three foot um research boat. We just finished a bunch of movies with Discovery Television. And um Ronnie. I got Ronnie Hilton on board. Yeah. And um uh, and uh Paris and Brittany come aboard. And um, I'm walking through the boat with Ronnie and and uh, Paris and Brittany disappear. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where they are. Okay. And um, so I'm I'm looking for them. I, I excuse myself and there's crew and this and that. We had 17 crew on the boat. And um, they managed to find their way into the captain's, the master stateroom on like the third deck. <clears throat> and... Um, decide to use the hot tub mm-hmm. um now you know they've never been aboard the boat before don't know this boat you know have no permission to do any of this stuff but they're it's their it's their um privilege i guess yeah entitlement because of who uh, they to, are yeah to take to to take a bath or a little have a little fun on this guy's boat yeah um and ronnie like you know like huh you know uh, you know yeah yeah. And um I'm going, you know, I this I'm what what? You know, wait a minute. Um I don't know. I thought I had a similar experience with Celine Dion one time. It was kinda of cool. She I was in the uh, I was in the uh, executive office suite of Harris in Las Vegas. And um underneath this particular floor there was a, a glass floor and you, yeah, women were swimming nude underneath the floor mm-hmm. in a pool. Yeah. And it was kind of part of the entertainment of the big time guys. And um, Celine Dion came in and I was sitting at the table and she knew what was going on. And she was a classy, classy woman. She, um, she averted her eyes, wouldn't look down there, looked straight at us. You know, like you stupid little boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Lesson learned. You kind of skipped over the Britney Paris thing. Well, I mean, my recollection of the story is they just took their clothes off and played with us, right? Yeah. And they played. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole point of it. You know, that's the whole point of the story. You know, I, I just I sit there and I think to myself, well, why are you doing that? And, and it brings me back to like my my reunion. You know, I just I don't know like. Last year we went to a reunion and they showed up. I cannot even imagine, you know, with all these people there. I'm just gonna get naked and I'm gonna get in the tub over here. You guys just do your thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how corrosive celebrity is. Yeah, is it that? It must be that corrosive. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't know what happens. They just don't care or. Maybe they're just that confident in their body, or I, don't, I just don't know what the mentality is. 
Well, hmm. you know, they they just like to be looked at. Well, they're accustomed to it. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the, at the area where they operate, they're probably they probably have directors ask them to take their clothes off all the time. Right. So it's probably you know so what. Right. And it's and it's I mean I, I can see on the one side where they probably have such control over that kind of a situation in their head that they functionally just don't care. Right. It's almost like shooting a gun. I mean they can. It's like they're it's it's their version of their own six gun. Yeah. You know that's what they've got. They've got a beautiful body and time on their hands, and so they can do that. But but there's um, nothing sacred. What's left? Well, that's true enough, but why is it sacred to start with? Why is what? Your body? Yeah. Because that's your temple. That's not for everybody. I mean, I guess if we wanted to all walk around naked, you know, okay, sure. But well, we can move to we can move to the Serengeti. I mean, you know. Okay, so if but but the thing is if we all just said, Yeah, forget this stuff. We don't want any more clothes, let's just be who we are and feel free. And we're happy with who we are, however we are. Okay, that's fine. But there's still an order. And the order is to procreate and fill the earth. And that is still active. So everybody running around naked, you know, it's like you're still going to be inclined to gravitate to people physically. It's going to be harder to keep that boundary unless it becomes desensitized, I suppose. Well, how about a nudist colony? I mean, that's sort of the... Of course, I've never seen a picture of a nudist colony where anybody probably was suitable for the movies. Right. But, um, All right. Maybe, maybe, that's where, maybe, maybe that's where finally it, it ends. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to look. <laughs> right. All right. I just watched a video a couple nights ago where the guy was saying that it was a nudist colony down there but there's never been anybody worth looking at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. You know, I mean, whatever. People's mentality, whatever. You know, live and let live, I guess. I think so. I yeah. think so. I, I, I think so. It, it, I'm, if, if privilege, if I think privilege, I used the phrase earlier and I, and I, and I, I think it's good. I think, Privilege can become corrosive, and it it corrodes all of your senses in terms of who you are in society. In other words, you lose your social contract. Yeah, you grow up with a social contract, and it corrodes it away. It's like it's 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 like you know, water on a piece of mild mild iron. It is steel. It starts to cut it away, uh, and then you're not who you were. Because you lose your identity. Well, you well, yeah, you do, of course, if that's the, if that's the thing. But I think you see it. You, you don't see it just in how you treat your body. You see it in everything. Right. How you treat your business. How you treat your yeah, people. Yeah, you're owned. You're just you are you're away to where you are just a fraction of ethically who you were. That's too bad. That is too bad. I mean, I don't know. That's why it's so important to be grounded. You know, try to save yourself, for God's sakes. <laughs> so, let's use Hollywood as an example, then. Um, um, you know, like these the spectacular trials that went on, like just recently, of Johnny Depp and his ex-wife, or or whoever. 
these 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 shows of of uh, of excess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, over over when you look at when when you look at the at the complaint, it's hard to imagine how it's getting all this publicity other than the people themselves are a curiosity. No, it's a distraction from what's really going on. Everybody look over here. Look over here because we're obsessed with celebrities. Look over here at this fake story while we take care of business back here and you're not paying attention. Yeah. So that was so ridiculous, that whole thing. Yes, I agree. I agree. But I don't understand exactly where your tie is with uh, it's it's all fake and therefore the real story is over here. Um, you're speaking like life is a hologram of some kind. It's like everything's a doppelganger, and it's the program. And there's a real life going on someplace else. Right. So it's a program, literally. If we're watching TV, right, to get this trial, we're watching a program. It, it's okay. not like you know we're we're peering into somebody's personal life, which we do all the time in a reality TV that isn't real, and it's mm-hmm. a program. So what, so what better way to distract all of us than to show a brighter light in this corner and put the darkness over here so you're not looking over there while we get stuff done? Well, I, of course. I mean, it's a giant case of wag the dog. But it still seems to me that, that both sides of that coin are, are real. Mm-hmm. It's just how they're manipulating who we are. Yeah, they're not real if they're scripted. You well, know. scripted, I mean, okay, is a terra firma real? Knock on wood real? What? What is real and what isn't? I mean, I, I understand about the physics of real, which is really not real at all, but where do you go with that? Well, wait a minute. We're over the hour. You can't answer that question. Ah, shoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dang, that's a terrible place to leave off. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, then, bring it up next time. I will answer that. All right. I love you. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye.